What up, y'all? My name is Yamtanda, and welcome to Black Girl Side Eye, a commentary podcast where I give my honest and sometimes very wild opinions on topics that I've come across on the internet that I feel are worth having a real and meaningful conversation about. Today is a topic that really blew my mind. So one thing about me, I love learning new things that can improve my mental wellness because I'm fucking shit when it comes to self-care. Like, I'm really shocking. Working out, eating healthy, going for walks, listening to therapeutic music, all those things I really just don't do. Like, I really, like, where, where, when? Please explain when. But one thing I'm really good at is sleeping. I will sleep. Especially, like, if I work late. Like, I know it's, you know, at work there's a set time where you need to come in. Even if you've worked a long night, I don't play those games. If I have worked until 2 to 3 a.m. in the morning, I will come in at least an hour or two later to work. Because, first of all, what the fuck am I missing out on? And also, I just don't play with my sleep. Like, how am I going to be productive at work if I'm a grumpy grouch who hasn't gotten enough rest? Nah. Rather, I come in late and still be able to do your shit. Don't worry about me. So, like, even on weekends, like, I believe in sleeping in. And I know a lot of people, (laughs) especially some of the friends that I have, they believe that you can't drink the whole day if you don't start in the morning. (laughs) I love drinks just as much as the next person, but I don't play those games at all my life. I will literally sleep in until 11, wake up, clean the house, and then I'll only go see my mates at, like, 4 or 5 p.m. I don't see the need to rush. I really believe it's important to get the rest and especially what the type of work that I do. Your week is usually fucked. You're always tired. Um, so I'm in the field of advertising and marketing. Trust me when I say your life is usually fucked. Like a nine to five is not real. You're literally working nine to nine. Standard procedure. So yeah, like I said, I really love sleep and I'm really good at sleeping. But And I really thought that was enough. You know, as long as I'm getting enough sleep, I'm taking care of myself. Like, in my mind, you can do all the self-care you want, your yogas and all that stuff. But what's most important is sleep, you know. However, I will be honest, though. As much as I'm telling you right now, I get a lot of sleep in. I still get, like, moments of restlessness, irritation. And I still feel mentally and emotionally drained when I wake up and go to work sometimes. But the thing is, me being me, I'm like the queen of keeping it moving, guys. So, like, I don't stop and think about why am I feeling this way? Why am I not okay? In my mind, because i got enough rest, I don't have the right to be feeling these things. So I dismiss them. But at the end of the day, I am exhausted. But I have this thing where I just ignore my mental health sometimes. And I thought, you know what, as long as I'm getting rest, what's the problem? <laughs> And then Twitter came with the answers, which is very shocking because for the most part, I feel like Twitter is a fucking miserable place with miserable people saying miserable fucking shit. Like you go onto Twitter and like the one tweet you see will make you laugh, but every other tweet underneath them is like woman bashing, xenophobia, this, this, that. And I'm not talking miserable shit like movements like hashtag me too, hashtag men are trash that to me is not miserable shit that's bringing awareness i'm saying this because there are men here who are probably listening and you probably that's the type of shit that popped in your head when i said miserable shit and i just want to let you know i ain't on your side about that i just want to make that very clear that i ain't no pygmy when i'm talking about miserable shit i'm talking about 
like a influencer will just post a picture and then the comments they'll be like oh wow look at you only put your makeup on oh wow why are you being naked on the internet like don't you want to worry about the kids in the future shut up shut up <laughs> anyway i digress so anywho I, the other week i was on that toxic app um yes i do think the team twitter stands for toxic by the way so anyway, someone that I followed retweeted a thread from a user at Miss underscore Danusha. So that's D-H-A-N-U-S-H-A. Follow her. I think she's like a self-care travel content queen. That's kind of what she calls herself. Very interesting. Love it. And so the title of the tweet that they had reposted was a thread that said, Seven Types of Rest. And I was like, Seven? What do you mean? Seven. Like, is rest not just lying down or sleep? But then I got into the thread and I realized that I just never understood the importance of differentiating between sleep and rest. So the whole concept is about how rest should equal restoration in seven key areas of your life. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. So let's get into each one. And I'm going to share what I'm doing right or wrong. Probably a whole fucking lot of wrong. Like I said, me and my my taking care of mental health is in shambles. I don't do enough to really take care of me mentally on my own. And then as I go, please pay attention so you can take in, reflect, and apply. Because I know I'm not the only workaholic out there. That kind of needs to do better when it comes to getting actual rest. So the first type of rest we need is physical rest. Passive physical rest includes sleeping and napping. While active physical rest means restorative activities such as yoga, stretching and massage therapy that helps improve the body's circulation and flexibility. So I'm definitely good with the passive one. Sleeping beauty in this bitch. The active physical rest, I, I need to get better at. Like, I think it was so much easier when I had a job that actually ended at 5 p.m. No tea, no shade um, at my employers, but it is what it is. Because I used to teach dance classes at my previous job um, after work, and it was quite good for my body, you know. But at the same time, now that I think about it, it's not really active rest because I'm the one teaching. Yeah. No, so maybe that was that doesn't fall under active rest per se, you know. So I need to relook at what active looks like for me, because I'm not gonna lie. I hate labor, guys. I hate labor. I don't like hiking. Yoga sounds like labor also. Oh wait, wait, wait! I just had an idea that popped up in my head. Pole dancing. I think I should get into pole dancing, because you know how pole dancing's like become like an actual gymming working out activity now it's no longer just looked at as oh these dirty girls in this dark nightclub i think i should get into that um i because i love that and i also don't mind the dirty girls in the nightclub i've seen i've like i forgot what show it was that i watched um but it was like a show on strippers it's on showmax oh i can't remember it Anyway, the things those girls were able to do on that pole, I'm like, yes, this is flexibility. This is muscle. This is, this is cardio. 
Don't play with these girls. These girls is fit. So I really want to get into that. I think that's going to be my soul for getting active physical rest. But it's just like other things like home workouts. I don't mind home workouts actually. But it's just so easy to just come home and just you know, just see your bed and be like, I, I'm that class. I'll do it tomorrow, you know. Anyway, the second type of rest is mental rest. So this can be taking regular breaks in the day. So jotting down things that you worry about, like, so basically the exercise of journaling. Schedule a break in the day so you remember to take them. I'm sorry, I'm just going to stop there because already this just sounds mad unrealistic to me. Well, at least in my world. um, Actually, no, no, no. When I worked from home, I think I definitely got in a lot of mental rest. But here's the thing, here's the thing. I would like take the time away from work and then just like take an hour and a half to two hours just to myself so I can breathe. But however, in the type of work that I do, that should kind of cost you because it results in longer hours. So at the end of the day, I have to make up for the time I took to rest and now I'm sleeping later than I should. Like how hectic is my life actually? And not just my life, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Like. You're taking a mental rest for what? Now you're going to be a bit more delayed on what you are doing and you have to do it anyways. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know about this mental rest. Um, during the day thing. I believe in the mental rest as a concept. But during the working hours, like how they're saying here, like you should take a break in your day. I don't know about all that. I don't know. I don't know. I think a mental rest can be lunch. You actively take your lunch break, which is something I'm sure that. I don't lunch break. I lunch quick. <laughs> I lunch speed. <laughs> so I think I need to get better at actually taking that full hour and really just, yes, that's what I need to do. And then the third type of rest is sensory rest. So bright lights, computer screens, background noise, multiple conversations in an office Zoom calls, they all cause our senses to feel overwhelmed. So closing your eyes for a minute in the middle of the day, unplugging from electronics at the end of the day helps with this. I was about to be negative about this. I was about to be like, nah, y'all, y'all tripping again. Like, y'all, y'all trying to fuck with my ability to get shit done. But then I realized something, like, right now in the split second. Split, oh, English bundles leaving. In a split second. Sec, wow, Sia. Guys, I'm a whole writer. In a split second, <laughs> I realized that I can actually get better than this in the sense that, at the end of the day, I think I can get home. And the first thing I do, instead of switching on the TV, that's the first thing I do, guys. And I realize reading this now, like, hey, girl, you can't be at work with your on laptop screens, your projectors, and then come and switch on the TV. Like, I'm like, actually, wait, this is, this is a terrible thing that I do. I think I should get home, switch off my phone when I get home, and then just jump into a, a bath, obviously. Run the bath and put the bubbles in it and everything. And then put candles, no music, no podcast playing in the background, nothing, just silence. Just be in that bath and just have that moment with there's no electronics happening. I think I need to do that. So that that way I can find a way to relax my mind. And because I've done this bath thing, there's a very low chance I'm going to want to go reopen my laptop. Whereas when I come home, I've switched on the TV. I've already put electronics in my sight of mine there's a very high chance I'm going to open my laptop. Whereas if I, the first thing I do in my house is step away from the electronics, 
I'm more likely going to be like, nah, this can wait till tomorrow. Because one thing about me, I'm not that this can wait till tomorrow, hun. I want to do shit now and I need to really stop that. I really do. So the fourth type of rest is creative rest. Uh, hey, I don't know about this one. Like, I'm a literal creative by profession. So what do you mean creative rest? <laughs> let me read, let me read. So anyway, it says... The type of rest is especially important for anyone who must solve problems or brainstorm new ideas. So creative rest awakens the awe and wonder inside of each of us, allowing yourself to take in the beauty of the outdoors, even if it's at a local park or in your backyard, and it provides you with creative rests. Okay, I understand. So basically, creative rest is exploring the outdoors, looking at things you don't usually see because you're stuck inside the house and looking at walls all day. I feel that. I feel that. I'm not really an outdoor person per se, like at all. I enjoy a beautiful outdoor, but I'm not an outdoor person. So like for me, my idea of outdoor is wine tasting on a wine farm, you know, or going drinking at farmer's market. That's, that's my outdoors. Like, don't ask me to go hiking. Like, really fucking don't. So basically, I should do more of that. Mm. Got you, bitch. Got you. <laughs> and then the fifth type of rest is emotional rest. Oh, this thing is so many rests. Like, this is actually taking longer. How, how many? It's probably going to be the longest podcast I've done so far. But anyway... The fifth type of rest is emotional rest, which means being able to express your feelings and cut back on people-pleasing. It also requires the courage to be authentic. An emotionally rested person can answer the question, how are you today, with a truthful, I am not okay, and then go on to share some hard things. I just got so kind of emotional reading that because this sounds like the type of rest that I get from my partner, actually. Like, I'm really able to be so honest with my emotions with him. You know, with other people, they can ask me, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not okay. And then I'm not about to deep dive into him. Whereas with him, mm, man busted this. Like, I'm just going to cry. I'm just going to be a fucking baby. And I really feel so blessed to be able to do that because I really don't feel like I was in my previous relationships. I always felt like I had to be superwoman and strong and always be the person that was taking the ship but never being able to you know, be able to vent back because the person I was with didn't have the emotional capacity to handle that. And now being in a relationship where I can just vent and not have to be strong is amazing. And I didn't realize how important he's played a role in my ability to give emotional rest. Shout out to him. I think he deserves a Ferrari, you know. <laughs> but have, saying that now, I really think it's important for people in general even if it's not your partner, make sure that there's someone in your life that you can just keep it hella real with. Because that's where you're going to get your emotional rest from. That person where, hey, dog, I'm not going to pretend with you. I kind of hate my job. It's, I, I, I don't want to, like, I, I can't say that to my parents because they're going to be like, ha, at least you have a job. Like, there's some people who just can't keep it real out there when it comes to their lives because people are going to be like, you're so ungrateful. But if a person hates their job, they hate the job. Even if they're earning good money. <laughs> You know, so I just really think it's important to have that person in your life where you could just keep it 1000 with. And then the sixth type of rest is social rest. So experience more social rest, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. Yeah, I have that down to the T. I don't play when it comes to who gets to experience me and who gets to bring their energy into my aura. Like I'm so strict when it comes to that. 
um, even at work. I used to be a person that just gave everyone a chance to hang with me. Um, and that chance would last longer than it needed to. Like the first time somebody shows you they move weird, just kind of back off. You don't have to cut them off, but do back off. Like your, your feelings of, mm, this don't feel right, are usually fucking right, you know? So like even at work, ne? If it's not a meeting, I don't see the need to be around somebody with bad vibes. Like, we have a bad work, ne? And if we're all chilling and someone whose energy I don't gel with comes through and sits at our table, I actually leave. I actually fucking leave. Either I leave, I go home, or I leave, I go to another table. Because my thing is, I don't feel like it's my right to make anybody feel unwelcome. But at the same time, I'm just not going to be around you either. You know, I don't feel like there's a need to be rude or snacks to make sure that person goes away. Because maybe I'm the only person feeling this way. So who the fuck am I to now be like, oh, mean and make sure that person goes away. That's just fucking rude. I am the one with the issues with this person's energy and mine. I'm okay with leaving. Like, sometimes, guys, you got to be... No, I was about to say be the bigger person. And I really don't believe in that shit. But y'all gave me, y'all gave me. Fuck. Hey. (laughs) So the last but least... But not least, that's what they were. The last but not least is spiritual rest. So this is the ability to connect beyond the physical and mental. Feel connected and a sense of belonging and acceptance. This is to prayer, meditation, and a community involvement regularly. Yeah, as you can tell by my previous comments um, on the previous rest day, I'm very big on energies and spiritual connections to the world. Um, but I also believe in having a religious mindset of sorts. You know, um, whether you're a Christian, Muslim... Um, whatever you believe in, I think it's it's good to have a religious mindset. You don't have to. I just think it's good to. And I say this because I'm a Christian and there's so many Christian teachings that have gotten me through a lot in my life. A lot of Christian books that I've read. Um, even the, the Bible app, like the programs that it has there. It's really taught me a lot about how to navigate in this world. And I, it's really just done a lot for me as a person. And I just won't let that go, even though I'm very big on the spiritual stuff. And a lot of people have this notion that you can't be have this religious part of you and be spiritual. You need to choose. Um, and more people be, tell you to choose the religious, religious side. But I believe, guys, I really believe there's, there's a way for both to live in the same realm on a personal level. But in general, I just believe there's no one way to do life. You can't tell me that the only way, you, the only thing you should be believing in is Christianity and then ignore like the concept of healing crystals and other stuff i think you need to find a way to do both you know it's like how as as black people as african black people we're told that christianity takes away from your ability to be one of your culture and like you have to choose one or the other and i don't believe that i I've had a lot of people like judge my 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 family for still doing cultural ceremonies even though they go to church and there's just certain things that I I really believe can live at once like I don't understand why two truths can't be um present at the same time cuz I personally and this will be a whole po- podcast for another day but I personally have seen how Christianity has really helped me become a better person in the world and see positivity and it really helps me get through um, life but the culture side has really helped me fight some demons 
Like the culture side is not afraid to get into the evil side of life and be like, we need to attack the situation right now. Whereas the Christian side has been more love, peace, and harmony. So I believe I need both. That's just me. So yeah, um, that was fucking long. (laughs) But in summary, um, I think I've got emotional, social, and spiritual rest on lock. So that's three out of seven, which which is a fail, technically. So I need to do better. And I know this. Admittedly, I need to do better with self-care as a whole. I'm so hard on myself. Yo, guys, I am so hard on myself when it comes to being great. And it's been beneficial. I'm, I'm really in a good place in my career and in life. And if it wasn't for me being hard on myself, I wouldn't have even started this podcast. But I really need to be just as hard on myself when it comes to taking care of me. Like, honestly, I am too young and too pretty and too fly to be having back pains. I have a stiff wrist problem. Like, my nail lady keeps complaining that my wrist is stiff whenever she does my shit. And also, I have constant headache, guys. There was a time when I was taking painkillers every day for my headache. And there's no way that's okay. So, yeah, I'm just a black girl with a heavy, sad eye, wondering why being alive is so fucking ghetto. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I have for you today, guys. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast with a friend who needs to hear them gems that I was dropping today. And hit that notification button so you never miss an episode. Bye.